it. Another tie. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes you tie. It's like kissing your sister. <laughs> it ain't that I've never good. seen so many ties. It's funny how uh, as it's you know, three I'm a, so far. I'm a big uh, I'm a big hockey um, fan, and uh, my daughter, the Marlins have. I mean, uh, the Panthers have been incredible, and a ton of overtime games. So yeah. I watch with my eight year old daughter, and even she knows to yell free hockey. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Good you get for the her. Four on four for five minutes, which is so exciting. Right. And then or the three on three, I mean, and then you get the shootout. Right. And there's nothing more exciting than a shootout. And uh, it is funny. And, uh, you know, just watching these games uh, end up in these ties. Um, I have a question for you. Did you see Ryan Yusefi's New Times article? I did not. In the New Times about the Marlins? No. Is it good? National study. Okay. The Miami Marlins fans drink more when their team is losing than of the, any other team in major league baseball. Really? So I guess I'm going to have to read Check that out article. the article. It's a great article. Um, it's funny that it said that I'm not, wasn't going to lead off with this story, but now I'm going to, because I saw, <laughs> so bleacher report. I saw this story uh, yesterday and the guy, let me get this guy's name, right? Because, uh, Zachary Reimer, who writes for bleacher report ranks the fifth best and worst lineups for MLB. And guess where the Marlins are? the fifth worst lineup in baseball. Yeah. And now the, but the, here's how they got and the line. This, this is pitching. This is pitching. And I think this is just fielders, offense. just offense, just offense. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Dickerson, Starling Marte, Jesus Aguilar, Adam Duvall, Anderson, Rojas. They picked Hassan Diaz to take second base and then Alfaro with catcher. Um, man, I don't think that's a bad lineup. <laughs> no. We Corey Dickerson was surprise. three for three yesterday. Yeah, the, the wise guys think that's a the, the fifth worst in the league. And the worst is the Pirates. Yeah, um, but no, I mean if we're the if we're the fifth worst, that means that there's 25 teams better than us in baseball. I don't believe that. Yeah, I don't. Believe Coming that. off a division uh, playoff game, <laughs> I love makes I love no sense. Spring train, spring training leading Marlins, fifth worst lineup in. I don't get it, man. I'm gonna send that guy a tweet as soon as the show's <laughs> mainline <up>. Marlins, <laughs> sir. This is exception. right? So look, uh, I'll tell you who looked really good again yesterday. Corey Dickerson, that boy's on fire. We didn't get a chance to talk to him. Jose. I did my player profile on him, and you know he's been around for a long time, and coming off an injury that broken, it was like they, they described some bone in the foot that I had never heard of before. Um, but yeah, I got to tell you something. It's it's like talk about eye test. It was interesting because he was playing left field. Um, I was sitting there, and I tend to – when I was a kid, my dad would take me to football football games, I remember, as a kid. And he would say to me, to keep me interested, he'd be like, watch this one guy. Like, Tell me what the right tackle does on every play. Mm-hmm. And it was fun for a little boy to be like, oh, you know, he pancaked this guy or like, oh, he got beat, you know. And uh, it was, I'd still do that in football if I go live. I, I just I'll pick a player and just right. know, watch him, you know, because out, out of the corner of your eye, you can see the quarterback drop back. You can see, the, you know, and then you just switch, switch gears. Well, I watch Corey Dickerson a lot because I just having done the profile on him and being interested in him. Right. And it was interesting about that time they flashed up on the screen that he had played. He had played basketball at, in high school in Mississippi. All right. And. You know, three-time state basketball champ. And it was funny watching him move around. Like, he's very athletic, and he can move. And he's a big boy, too. Yeah. 
And um, it was interesting watching him, uh, you know, and then he then he hit the home run. Yeah, he hit the home run. With and uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna You know, he definitely is looking like, you know, he's going to hit his stride and have a good season. I mean, yeah, we guys, need it too. You know. we need it too. pitching yesterday was horrific. Eliazar, uh, three earned runs uh, on four hits, two and two thirds innings. But the real surprise to me was Ross Detweiler getting blown up for four. Yeah. Um, and he only went an inning. Yeah. That's just, I mean, I don't think that's what uh, the guys were expecting from him at all. I mean, when, when they signed that guy, it was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be one of the, yeah, one one of the how we shore up our, our yep. bullpen. Not when you're giving up four runs in, a, in an <laughs> inning. inning. That's really not how you do that. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible. So let's talk about tomorrow, because as we continue National uh, Women's History Month. And shout out to our women. We are fans watching Christina Hernandez. And behind behind the, the uh, technology. And, and we did, forgot we to Denise. mention her yesterday, Denise. Yeah, Denise, thank you for all you do. She's amazing with the coffee and with the cameras. Oh, yeah. Um, but continuing on with the theme of uh, Women's History Month, we've got Kelly Sacco from Fox Sports Florida tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, I'm going to do an event on Facebook and promo it out on all social media so people can uh, can uh, come in and watch that awesome. because it's going to be great. Um, awesome. And, you know, it's not just about like talking to her about women in sport, because I think that's important, especially considering the, the climate and especially the, considering the Marlins uh, and the strides that they're making in that in that area. But she was a great ball player uh, and she's yeah. also an amazing sideline reporter and then did a game the other day. Yeah. Um, the, actually, the game that we were at. Um, so I, well, no, she'd done one before that. I thought also I heard her. No, not the not the Nationals game, the Houston game. Yeah, I think she did yeah. that Houston game. So. Uh, but we're going to get to ask her all about that tomorrow, and that's going to be at 3 p.m. Should be fun. I'm looking awesome. forward to it. So yeah, let's. We 21 pl- days playing the lo- the lowly Houston Astros tomorrow. <laughs> the, G- the unrepentant. Yeah, they, they seem like they're probably going to try to do it again, like cheat. Did you? Because there's no way they're going to win. Talk about controversy. It was. It was. We. You know, yesterday we didn't get a chance. Uh, the, the crazy weekend, a lot of controversy. And one of the things, did you see the video of the Mets? And and now, you know, there was the big bang before the pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that for real, you think? I'm not sure, man. <laughs> Those people are weird. It's like it Anyway, you. I mean, you got no ball, no ball in the glove. Hey, you're out, bro. No, you're we not. Haven't, we haven't talked about this, too, because there, there was a pitcher, a Tulane pitcher. Did you see this video of him throwing what he was throwing? Mm-mm. It looked like wiffle ball. Yeah, the ball was moving in ways like he was making people look silly. And he had, here's his glove. Uh And he was constantly, like I watched the video. Right. He was constantly doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Getting a little bit. Which looked like he had sticky goo on there. (laughs) And he's doing it. And it was so funny because then whoever they were playing comes out. And 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 protest and so right. it's like you know ask the ask the ump that which you can do baseball check his glove right and and we've all done it we've all been victims of it it's just a lot of times it's just a way to delay throw someone off it pisses you off you know if you're right the pitcher, of course you know like you got to kind of keep your cool yeah because um, you you know if you're not doing it I mean if you're doing it right then you got to yeah but if you're, you're not doing assuming you're not doing it it pisses you off because here you are you know they're accusing you like you you're not really that good a pitcher and it takes you off your pace exactly. But what happened was, it was so interesting because I've never seen this before. I, you know, he said, 
he does, he's not, his quote was, I'm not good at breaking in my glove and the glove bubbles up there and to set it, I do that. And I got to tell you something. I don't think that's what he was doing. Right. I think he was doing it to mess with their heads. Yeah. I like Cause it. it was so blatant how he was doing it. I think that he was trying to get into the batter's heads that this guy's cheating. Right, right. It was right. a really interesting And to, you can't be dumb and go to Tulane. That's a good school. Yeah. And it's interesting. My sister's a proud uh, Tulane alum. It's a great school. Um, but yeah, I thought about it because of uh, when, I, the, about the same time the Mets were doing that thing. And I wonder if it's just messing with the pitcher. Right, right. Like at some point, like, you know, you would mess with the pitcher if you're just randomly <laughs> hitting the drum. Right, right. Before he throws. You know, let's, for one minute, let's talk about this how the league is going to deaden the ball. Yeah. They're playing with that ball right now. It wasn't dead yesterday. That ball is flying out of the ball. No, I thought they were going to change the ball, though. They, they are are they gonna, the, aren't, aren't they playing with the same ball right now? I don't think so. I heard that they're going to oh, change. So that's the hot one, and, then the, and they're going to deaden it? So maybe that's going to change I think we'll, we will have an answer on this. is bad radio that we don't know the answer, but I'll look at it. But my understanding from listening, I heard on the radio, I thought, that no, they're using the live ball now. Then they're going to try to deaden it. Which is so funny, like it's like. But why wouldn't you give it to those guys in spring training? Oh man, it's so. I think Bud Selig. We'll look it up. It's very interesting because I'll tell you, you know, like I do a lot with the tennis tournament, and it's like those players, like they want same surface, same net, same ball. You know, like it's like you you don't want to practice with what you do. So I was surprised when I heard it, and I will verify it. But my understanding, and it's an interesting problem because baseball has. A, a problem to me one of the problems that baseball has is you have these young guys coming up they have this swing grooved in a batting cage and it's either a strikeout right or it's a monster blast right and 400 it's like footer. you know we didn't grow up with that like I, I always talk about you know i just my memory is just like rod crew yeah, yeah, like, yeah like he's getting wood on the ball no right, matter right. What. the ball is going to go into play and it's interesting because that's one of those stats that we don't talk about a lot, but it's like we saw that on a couple of, uh, you know, there's a lot of men left on base at the game we went to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, talk about beating yourself, like striking out with men at the corners. Like you got to get that ball into play. Right, right, period. Now let's see what happens, man, because I still think this lineup can punch it out of the park for real. I mean, look, we we saw a bunch of home runs while we were – Oh yeah, you know, and and let, let's talk about this Jazz Chisholm San Diaz race for second. That's gonna get, <laughs> it's getting good. Yeah, it's getting good. I mean, initially I was like, oh yeah, Jazz Chisholm, he's got he's got a lock on it. Not so sure now. Yeah. Diaz is playing for real, yeah. and and competing for it and not giving it up. It is so, well. I gotta tell you something. It's interesting because that's when that's I always love those storylines about like. Think about one of those guys has to go down to AAA. They, they, they yeah, both yeah. can start, right? I mean, I you know we'll see about hitting. And yeah, but the reason is that Mattingly doesn't want a guy like that on the bench. He needs to be taking at bats and developing. Yeah, his, his no, no, swing, developing saying, his fielding. Like, it's like, you know, that's these are sucks. Just, this yeah. is this. Well, but I think more of it is just a, a sign of where the Marlins are going. Like the you know when Jeter took over, there the the cupboard was bare. There was yeah. no farm system, worst farm system in baseball, and what you're seeing is a development model that's producing players that can play in the big dance. And we're going to see more and more of it. So it'd be, you know, right. I, again, I go back to the, to the Panthers model when you at, when they asked the Panthers, you know, why, why are they so good this year? And they're very clear, you know, it's like core group of core group of leadership veterans who know what it looks like, mm-hmm. knows what the team should look like. 
and a bunch of young guys that, you know, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but it's like that thing of like, my dad used to always say, it's like, that guy's too stupid to be intimidated. Right. You know, like they don't, they're so young and dumb. They don't have any They don't idea. even know. Right. They don't even know that they should be scared. They don't even know that they should be intimidated. And that's one of the most exciting things in baseball is when those young guys come up like that. And they're just Absolutely. like, they're just blasting their way through. And look, another guy, J.J. Blade, I think he's got a real chance yeah. of making he's the another, He's another although, example. Although you got to look at it. Hey, do you want this guy in AAA taking yeah. at-bats all the yeah. time? Yeah, so I think we're going to see J.J. Blade go down. I don't, I don't think it's interesting. Yeah, I, I got to tell you. it's. You know, and then I mean, what about Cooper? Has a couple really good games, and he's yeah. challenging, I mean, Jesus Aguilar for that first base spot. Or or do you just make him a bench utility guy to pop in wherever we, whenever you need him? Yeah. So we'll see. Well, Kelly Sacco tomorrow. Awesome. Continuing the uh, trend of talking about women in sport. Women in sports. Yeah. And uh, and then we got Houston tomorrow, but that's a night game, the first night I game. I know it's really so cool. Six oh five. I wish we could go up there. The uh, it's interesting because usually. If I, you know, my memory is always there were so few. Can you imagine leaving here parts. at 4 p.m. going north to Palm or to Jupiter on 95? No, it's going to be like, like four hours. The state of that's why we're becoming like L.A. Like that's a, like an almost undoable trip. It's better to fly, I think, yeah. from like Homestead Airport. It's like it's literally like an undoable. Like who would put themselves through that? It's right. The traffic is so bad at that time of day to go away. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> right. So Miami traffic, Fort Lauderdale, rush hour traffic, then Palm Beach traffic. Yeah. So yesterday, uh, Robert Asensio and Raul Correa, they have a, a show called Miami Cop Talk. They gave us a shout out there every Tuesday. I think it's at two. Double check that, Denise. Look on the schedule there. Um, but it's interesting stories. And no, they, I've and they had the ex. They had the just the former city of Miami chief of police uh, that just re- retired. Uh, really cool guy. Um and they get a bunch of other good guests, and they're talking old cop stories and cool stuff. I got to like tell you, and it's, as a lawyer, um, we are trained to be very suspicious of police. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've I've got friends that are police. Like I don't, I'm not an anti-police guy. Um, but I would say that show is much more interesting than I thought it would be. And yeah. I think it's really important. I have said for a long time that it's a, we need to hear from our police. Yeah, we yeah. Need to hear their perspective. They've There's been getting a bad sides. rap lately. There's two sides to solving sure. this problem. I think we all admit there's a problem. And I love that the dialogue is happening. I love hearing their perspective as we figure out how to go forward right. and, and deal with it. And those it. guys were, I mean, both shot at a bunch of times. So they've got some good stories to tell. And they and they came through in the period of the Cocaine Cowboys and all the craziness of... Which I know is a big uh, 85. interest of yours. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah, especially like the Miami River Cops and those stories. And those guys know those guys. And yeah. pretty interesting. So... Definitely yeah, tune definitely into check that show. Good, Shout out to the Miami Cop Talk. Lasencio does a great job, and the show yeah. is a good show. Absolutely. All right, so episode 16, Mainline Marlins. Hold on, let me get Biggie Smalls back again. In the books. Let me get Stay a big, tuned. Biggie back again. <laughs> Hold on, Biggie. I got you, brother. All right. Go fish.